The National Union of Metal Workers has rejected President Cyril Ramaphosa's announcement on ESCOM in his State of the Nation address. The president announced that ESCOM will be unbundled into three entities to deal with generation, transmission and distribution under ESCOM holdings. Now, analysts have welcomed the announcement, saying it's a first step towards saving the power utility and the economy as a whole. Now, to unpack this, we are now joined on the line by energy analyst uh, Chris Yelland. A very good morning to you, sir, and welcome. Good morning, and to your listeners, too. Now, ESCOM will be unbundled into generation, transmission, and distribution. What does this unbundling mean, and explain what this approach actually entails? Well, I think this is an important first step on a process of unbundling and restructuring of ESCOM. Uh, As a first step, it entails uh, establishing three legal entities, transmission, distribution, and generation, uh, as separate companies and subsidiaries within the Eskom Holdings business. Uh, so they will not uh, be privatized. They will be state-owned, uh, Eskom-owned, because Eskom is state-owned. Uh, and and uh, any uh, suggestions that this is privatization is just simply uh, not true. Um, but, of course, this is uh, the first step of a process. It's going to take a bit of time. Uh, and uh, the next step that one can envisage is that Eskom Transmission, the transmission company that is established, would be carved out of Eskom into a separate uh, business uh, with the state as a shareholder and not Eskom. And again, one can see clearly that this is not privatization. Transmission uh, will be set up as an independent system and market operator owned by the state, uh, to put on level playing fields non-discriminatory access to the transmission grid and allow uh, generators of various uh, types uh, access to the grid, which is really important because ESCOM have made it absolutely clear that they cannot meet the uh, generation needs of South Africa on their own. There already are independent systems, uh, independent power producers. So there's nothing new about this, uh, and all these uh, uh, generators, including the Eskom generators, will be given access to the grid based on economic grounds, uh, and the competitive uh, generation sector will be established. Uh, many of the generators will be state-owned. Uh, others might be uh, public-private partnerships, uh, and others might be independent power producers. So nothing really uh, new or radically different in the ownership structure. Now, NUMSA says that this cannot be the only option. They also want to guarantee that there will be no job losses. So what about their fears? Is it justified? And why would they view this as privatization? Uh, First of all, uh, uh, organizations like NUMSA, instead of just threatening to go on strike and bring the country down uh, a strike during the election period, I believe they should try and play a more constructive role in coming up with real solutions. I don't see any solutions whatsoever being proposed by NUMSA other than to try and bring the country down. Uh, and that's not uh, constructive uh, for, for South Africa. In terms of the fears of job losses, of course they are fears. Uh, but fear uh, as a driver of inaction uh, is, is the wrong approach. Uh, in fact, these fears are completely overplayed. So let's just look at job losses in the generation sector and in the coal mining sector, which is the, which is the biggest fear that NUMSA seem to have. Well, let me just say that employment in, uh, 
generation, in the old technologies that exist currently, uh, it do not employ a lot of people, number one. In the coal mining sector, there's been decline in employment for the last 10 years, which have got absolutely nothing to do with the restructuring of ESKIM or with independent power producers. It's got everything to do with, with large open-cost coal mines, which are highly mechanized and automated, and these uh, coal mines have been shedding jobs for a decade and will continue to shed jobs as automation and mechanization increase. Uh, the, the promise of the new technologies, new generation technologies, is a much higher employer per megawatt hour of electricity generated. So the job intensity of the new technologies is much greater than the old technologies, and, and this offers, offers enormous opportunities. Of course, there is a real fear, and, a, and it is a reality, that the kind of jobs may be in different geographic areas, uh, and they also may require different skills. But again, this is an opportunity for reskilling, redeployment, retraining of labor from dirty, dangerous jobs in the coal sector to uh, clean, safer jobs, uh, quality jobs in, in the new technologies. And uh, the challenge is to manage the transition from the old generation technologies to the new. And there's no reason why this cannot or should not be done. Uh, it is a process that's going to take a decade or more. We've got more than enough time to manage this transition. And we can also build these new generation technologies in the areas, in the old uh, mining areas, in the Free State, in the Northwest Province, and in Pumalanka, where there will be uh, a need uh, for, uh, to retrain labor. So I think labor should see these things as opportunities. We cannot stay as we are. The technology has moved on anyway. Yes. And, uh, and what needs to be done is to seize the moment and the opportunity uh, and not be trapped in the past in old declining industries which are going to decline anyway. Mm-hmm. Now, ESCOM is facing a net loss of 20 billion rand in the financial year to March, and it is also burdened by our almost 420 billion debt. So it goes to say without saying that a recovery plan is needed, but do you believe that this unbundling will create new opportunities and greater efficiency? Yes, I certainly do. ESCOM already wants to separate uh, its uh, businesses uh, and reinforce them uh, for the very reason uh, to to try and understand what is going on in the business, where the inefficiencies lie, where the cross-subsidies lie. At the moment, Eskom is way too big, and it has long passed uh, economies of scale and moved into the areas of diseconomies of scale. It is truly too big to manage properly uh, and needs to be unbundled uh, and separated into manageable businesses that they can be run better and more efficiently and where one can see exactly what is going on. Uh, it's absolutely critical to establish transmission as an independent uh, system and market operator to allow non-discriminatory access to the grids uh, based on uh, economic grounds instead of the current conflicted grounds where inefficient generators are given access to the grid simply because they are estimate generators. Uh, so at the moment, access to the grid is not done on economic grounds. 
highly conflicted and preferences given to ESCOM generators, even though they may not be the most efficient ones. Mm-hmm. So it's absolutely critical to do this. Getting it, just moving also on to the distribution business. Mm. ESCOM uh, distribution, as one knows, uh, ESCOM supplies, for example, Soweto directly, it is completely dysfunctional. More than 85% of electricity delivered into Soweto is never paid for, uh, and, and, and this is dragging ESCOM down. Similarly, municipalities face massive uh, difficulties because they are too small, they, are, uh, uh, they cannot attract the necessary skills, they're not managed properly, uh, and they cannot collect the money from their own customers. Uh, what needs to be done is the distribution sector needs to be restructured into a number of state-owned, not privatized, state-owned regional electricity distributors. The whole sector needs to be rationalized from currently more than 180 distributors into a much smaller number of viable, uh, 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 more efficient uh, 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 businesses, uh, wall-to-wall regional electricity distributors. Uh, it needs to be restructured out of the current 180 distributors. This sector at the moment is completely inefficient and dysfunctional and is dragging the country down. And that is what the promise of restructuring holds. It is not privatization, and NUMSA's fears are, are, are there to try and stir up people. Uh, they, are, uh, they are unwarranted fears, uh, and I think what the president do, is doing is spot on. Chris, I thank you so much for your time and joining us. That was the energy analyst, Chris Yelland.